Hi guys, my name is Olivia and welcome or welcome back to the safe space of Heavenly Feminine. Today I will be talking about my current little world that I'm living in and all the new changes that have led to an identity crisis and a lot of mind clutter and chatter. It's a whole can of worms to crack open, so let's jump into it. In case you can't tell, I am sick. Thankfully not with COVID, um, but I'm quite sick. I am on the healing part of it, um, and I have work tomorrow to go into, so, you know, I, I have to heal by tomorrow. Um... So I've got my honey ginger lemon tea with me and I am ready to jump into this. I'm also in my Harry Potter hoodie. It is so comfy. I am Ravenclaw in case you want to know. Tell me what house you're from. Um, (laughs) Anyways, so I wanted to, like I said, talk about what's kind of going on in my life right now. Um, and I think it kind of has a reason to do why my immune system's kind of dropped and, um, now sick. So just imagine this, right? The day I released my podcast, a project I've been working on for quite a while, I released, I also moved into a new house on the same day. I was offered a new job and I was also offered a new uni degree to transfer to. And I had new roommates and my new space and a new suburb. (laughs) And yeah, that's pretty much it. But it was a lot of changes, right? (laughs) So this one day, which was the 1st of May, was bonkers. Like it happened so fast and I don't think my brain could really catch up with all of the changes and it couldn't process it either. Like there was not much excitement, which is crazy for me because in case you don't remember, in my first episode, I said I was a very excitable person, like a sim. And I do actually have to formally apologize because I realized I said um, I'm like an excitable sim from The Sims 2, but it's actually The Sims 3. How dare I get that wrong? <laughs> so, yeah, anyways. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm usually a very excitable person and I can be elated by the smallest of things, but all of a sudden, so much of my world flipped on its head and I just wasn't processing it. I was pretty numb to everything. Um, and I'm not saying it's not healthy because I couldn't really control all of this, but yeah, it was just a lot to process and I don't think I went around it the right, I don't think I went around it the right way because I kind of had a bit of a collapse (laughs) and then my immune system dropped and now I'm sick. So it's literally been exactly two days on the dot. I'm recording this Saturday the 14th of May and my episode, first episode released on the 1st of May. So it's been, yeah, two weeks on the dot and what has happened in those two weeks? Oh boy, buckle in. So (laughs) I will break it down one by one. So I I keep saying so. I'm so sorry. (laughs) so sorry 
I started my new job. That'll be the first one. And it's actually really, really good. Like I'm really enjoying myself at this new job. It's a retail job. I love myself retail. I'm not great with hospo. Don't enjoy it that much either. Um, Whenever I went to hospitality job interviews lately, when I was looking for a new retail job, they'd be like, so why do you want to come to hospitality and stop with retail? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm just desperate for a job. But I would just tell them, oh, yeah, I'm I'm just, I, I <laughs> God, I can't even think of something on the spot now. But I think with all of them, I was pretty much saying, I'm like, oh, I really value customer service and customer experience. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of hospitality experiences I've had that aren't very good as from a customer point of view. So I want to get into the uh, industry to help make it better. <laughs> like how dodgy is that response? But I couldn't think of anything because I don't really like hospitality. So anyways, but I've landed a job in retail. It's really good. Um, and it's in a new industry to what I've worked in, which is very exciting. So my past work um, has been in, uh, wait, let me break it down one step further. So my first job was at McDonald's, very classic, first job for any Australian really, um, at Macca's, and I absolutely hated it. Like it was not working for me because I didn't bond with people then but I think that did have to do with my social anxiety like I really really pushed myself out of my box to get a job and have to talk to people um and I connected with customers but with my actual co-workers there was yeah I, I didn't make any friends and my managers didn't even remember my name even though I was like the one worker who always wore my name badge Anyways, so I ended up leaving Macca's after a year when I found a retail job at an international candy store. Um, it was also a uh, a store that sold a lot of like model cars and um, like collectible coins and NRL, I think, or AFL. I actually can't remember. But I had things like, you know, um, let me name some of the teams like you know, West Tigers or um, Manly something or the Sharks or Broncos, is it? And and uh, Raiders and Roosters. <laughs> That's what I can remember. Um, whichever one that is. Wait, let me, let me check this. Okay, I'm pretty confident it's NRL. Um, just searching it up. So sorry if I'm still wrong after my little research. But I worked at this store and it wasn't too bad. I worked there for, I think, just over a year as well. Um, I was a junior like sales assistant and it was a bit hard because, you know, I had to learn completely new stock like international candies and um, like a lot of it was American food, like, you know, Lucky Charms and Cheetos and um, candy corn. Is it that like? very popular very very popular so I had to learn all of this and then I also had to learn about this sports that I knew nothing about and model cars like dude my little pea brain could barely handle it um but it was all right and 
I ended up getting a new store manager who really um, put me down. She was not a good manager like I would just ask her because it was protocol for like the whole year before she came um and she'd worked here before as like a manager and it was so like before she came let's say I want to open up a can of drinks for the drink fridge and I couldn't actually open up myself I had to go to whoever was supervising the shift and go hey we're low stock on let's say um Canadian club or wait no that's alcohol Canadian dry that's one of the drinks or Canada dry fuck I don't know um let's say (laughs) let's say Duff energy drink I'd be like oh we're low stock on Duff energy um do you want me to open the box or not because they just had to make the decision and when I went and asked her like normal she would be like okay come come with me she'd take me over to the fridge and she'd go look Olivia I need you to do it shelf by shelf you're overwhelming yourself you're getting really really anxious you need to calm down and do one shelf at a time and I was standing there like bro what do you mean I'm uh, what (laughs) and I was doing shelf by shelf because I couldn't carry that much and so I told her I've like you know reiterated to her I'm like oh no I'm not feeling anxious I'm I'm just asking because that's protocol I'm not sure if you remember or if you knew but it's protocol I'm not actually allowed to open it um without running it through like by the supervisor first I was like you can see it's low stock but do you want me to open it or just leave it and then she just kind of said her whole speech again about me being too anxious and then it started becoming a a um a pattern every single shift she'd tell me I'm being way too anxious and getting in my head and I need to be a bit more professional and I was like what the fuck and I ended up asking some of my co-workers like you know in in a professional manner but I I would ask them, like, what do you think about, like, how do I present myself at work? And some of them were younger than me and they would say, oh, like, you're good. Like, I, I kind of look up to you, which, of course, they're saying it to me. So who knows if it's true? Um, but they would say, I, I like the way you work. You work really good. And I asked people who were older than me, too, in, in other management positions. And they said, again, I work good. They have no feedback. And I think to the older um, people I told them uh, this manager is well like you know the store manager keeps telling me I'm over my head anxious and they were like oh mm, I don't see that so again who knows maybe from what she perceived I was an anxious worker but I really could not see it and I was very confused and it kind of felt like I was being gaslit like it, w- it was so weird so I ended up leaving that um, job but I left it when I was offered a new job. So I wrapped up high school and as soon, like literally, I think as soon as I had my last exam for my HSC, which is just the exams at the end of your year to test um, and see what uni you can really go to, I guess. That's it, <laughs> in, I guess, basic terms. Um, I got an interview for another international candy store that was opening up in my other local shopping center and I went there they hired me on the spot and 
I told them what days I was free because I had two days. I think it was like a Monday and a Tuesday where I was tutoring kids at the time. So I was still working and I just said I couldn't do it because, you know, I also wanted a bit of the day off. And so they hired me and they put me on rotation for Wednesday to Sunday shift every week. And I was like, bro, what? Um, so I worked there for a bit and it seemed pretty good. So then I quit my other job and I really grew in this environment because I was their first worker and it was their first ever retail store. Um, so I was able to show them how to kind of run a retail store from everything I learned from this other job and because it was in international candies like the other store like I had good stock knowledge and I knew how to run that specifically so it was really good and I just remember (laughs) meeting them um and I would show them for example how to face up and so to people who may have a different term or who haven't worked in retail let's say you are presenting stuff on the um, shelf like let's say cereals because again international candies you have your lucky charms on the shelf and instead of just kind of pushing it to the back and um and like the back of the shelf and then stocking it like that you need to actually push it to the front of the shelf so it's flush with the shelf and stock it like that because it just makes the whole store look super neat it looks like you have stock um and it looks clean and so I showed them how to face up and I showed them the difference because I came in when they were stocking the shelves before they opened um and I showed them ah like I would suggest if you want to stocking it like this because it actually looks better because of x y and z and they both like their mouths just like like unhinged and they got starry eyed and went oh my god that is so true that looks so much better and you know little old me like baby 18 year old I don't think I was even 18 yet actually because I'm a December baby so I was still 17 years old and I have these grown men like bowing at my feet (laughs) and it felt really good I was like okay knowledge hello hello um and it was really exciting and so we worked hand in hand and um, was able to make their business like it got really popping like it got very very popular people would drive like over an hour or two to come see this store um, and it was it did get hard at some points because it felt like I didn't have support sometimes um, like I would ask them okay this problem happened what should I do and they say ah, oh, you do whatever you think you should do so it was a bit different to where when before I would have to passed by my supervisor whether I could even open a can of drinks to stock up a fridge I now had everything in the palm of my hand um they even you know they gave me the keys to open the store up too so I was now like a key holder and they started hiring more people and I was training them because they just left me to the store on my own my first shift I was on my own in the store um and yeah so anytime they hired someone new I didn't even know I wasn't it wasn't passed by me so I would be on shift and someone comes up and is like hey I'm the new staff member here and I was like oh (laughs) I don't know so I'd quickly go give them a call to make sure you know it's not just a rando coming up to me saying they're working here and um yeah then I would just train them teach them everything and everyone at that point thought I was the manager because I was 
pretty much running the shop from what I could at that point like the um my bosses still um dealt with all of the stock and um all of that end of it but I was running the actual kind of retail point of view and so eventually I asked them if I could be um if I could be promoted to like the store manager or something and they said they were like yeah we wanted to make you store manager but we know in like three months you're going to be going to uni so we didn't want to put that pressure on you but yeah we want to make you store manager and I was like oh that's a compliment thanks so they ended up just putting me as the 2IC so I could kind of continue it when I was through uni as well um so I was the 2IC the key holder and it was going pretty well again still stressful because sometimes it felt like you know, I never dealt with these situations before. I was never in this position of power. And all of a sudden I had to make it up as I go. Um, and it, but it was really, really good growing experience. And like coming from when I was at Macca's with like severe social anxiety, couldn't make any friends. I now had this really good group of girls. Um, and like, cause there, it was all girl workers at the time. And, um yeah it was exciting I was able to get one of my best friends at the time a job there and it was their first job so they were able to get experience um and yeah it was it was very exciting and anyway so that's where I was up to there and I was still tutoring and then eventually I left that job late 2021 uh, because it just got a bit too stressful and things weren't really working out in my favor anymore it was way too much pressure than what um I should have been getting and a lot more responsibilities than what my title kind of um I guess said I would get I was kind of put back down to casual worker and I yeah I just had way too many responsibilities and no matter how many times I asked to have like a team meeting so that my bosses could understand what me and the girls were going through a team meeting would never ever happen for over the year that I worked there and um there were there were times where we'd go weeks without getting a stock um like take come in so we hadn't like no stock there were so many customer complaints and yeah like it was it was a bit whack um but otherwise it was a really good growing experience and I wish I could co- go back with an like a new title like be the actual store manager because I feel like I could fix that up I really do but I'm just not going to not at least at the moment so that's kind of much my job experience and then another one but I think I'm going to leave it for a new episode because I learned so many freaking lessons I moved out of home in early December 2021 so last year and um I got literally like six different jobs or something like a lot of different jobs because some of them didn't last I went back to Macca's it was horrible (laughs) just like the first time um but yeah I got all these different jobs and yeah like I said I learned a lot but it's because there's so much I'm not going to dabble into it right now but basically I'm back to square one where I'm still tutoring 
and I quit all my other jobs. So I was looking for a new retail job and I landed a job in a really good company. It's now in the industry of um, like skincare makeup and it's it's wonderful so far. Like, of course, I've come across some people who I'm just like, oh, can I trust you? Like, are you really this nice? I don't know. Maybe that's just like me being a bit anxious with people I've met in my past past, like, you know, who they can seem so kind, but they're not really trustworthy I feel horrible saying that um but some people seem really genuine and nice like I haven't made too many I guess friends yet at work because I'm still new it's only been two weeks but like at least building rapport with people and even with customers it's been really neat like I'm I'm loving it and I'm loving the knowledge I'm picking up because I do love the area of makeup and skincare and all of that so product knowledge and just all of that it's really cool so I'm loving it but it was a very big change and it's also a big trek to get to work it's like no matter if I drive or train it it's like an hour and a half to get there um and then to come back you know another hour and a half so it's a lot um which can be draining so although I'm loving the work I'm just like why couldn't they hire me at a closer store to me anyways um so that's that first stop point about my new retail job so completely different industry a bit like in a whole different suburb to where I'm from and it's really fun but I'm still kind of tiptoeing because it's all new and I want to learn loads you know so I'm a bit quiet because I'm just taking in what everyone says then my new house that's the next step point dot that point dot point oh dear let me take a break hold on I need a drink of water <laughs> okay I'm back and I'm ready to continue <laughs> I hope you're having a break as well maybe press pause go get some water go drink some tea a coffee whatever's your jam have a jam donut I don't know um <laughs> have anything um yeah because I feel like I'm just yabbling on like I know this is a podcast but you know take take a break if you need it but I'm going to jump into my new house now so it's um close to my parents house it's in pretty it's like a 15 minute drive from my parents house so it's really nice to be close because I can still go visit and um even though I've moved out of home, my parents' home feels like home, you know, which if they hear this, they'll probably like cry hearing, (laughs) but yes, home feels like home, um, so I do love visiting them, and I love, like, I want to start having, like, weekly dinners there, I was gonna go every Sunday, because I went last Sunday, but I'm sick, and I have work tomorrow, so I don't think I'll go tomorrow night, um but yeah I I like the suburb I'm in because it's still um familiar to me it's not completely new and yeah like it it's good and the place is the rent's pretty cheap but it's a really really nice place and my two roommates are absolute gems um they've really made me feel comfortable we're all pretty much on the same plane um for people who don't know who's listening I'm pansexual 
which again for people who don't know basically means that I like men women uh transgender people non-binary people like I love them all I love you all guys um (laughs) yeah and one of my roommates is um also female she her and she is bisexual and my other roommate is non-binary they them and they are lesbian so it's a very queer house it's you know good vibes we're all a bit mentally unstable with our diagnoses like it's a bit wild (laughs) but it's a very comfortable environment so it's it's really nice and it's um stark contrast to my other place that I moved out to so I'm really really enjoying it and I feel good so This place has been going well and again I want to talk about my old place but I think I'm going to leave that for another episode because it's a whole thing like dude I became a full-on investigator like it was insane and I want to bring on my um, roommates if they're comfortable because it was it was just like I want to laugh because how the fuck did I experience that like it was whack absolutely bonkers so (laughs) it's really nice moving into a place that's more like sane and um like safe so yeah if you're looking to move out make sure it's a sane and safe place that would be my advice um but yes I'm really really enjoying it but that was a whole new experience again because I'm I'm uh putting myself in a new environment new space new home new roommates so that was another big change on my plate but like I said it's been going pretty smooth I'm enjoying it a lot um and the next one is the podcast released but we kind of went through that in the first one so I'm gonna skip that you know all about Heavenly Feminine if you're here so the podcast released which of course was a big moment for me a lot of anxiety so like a couple like an hour before I left to do my first load of like stuff to bring to my new house I uploaded Heavenly Feminine and I posted about it on my Instagram and dude like I had butterflies all over like in my stomach in my throat like it was crazy so (laughs) that was a whole big thing and the last thing that's been a big change lately would be my uni degree so I mentioned before I was accepted to transfer my uni degree right let me give you a little bit of history on my education when I finished high school I suddenly made a decision to apply for a different uni to what I originally wanted to go to so since I was like maybe 15 or 14 I dreamed of going to the University of New South Wales Solely because I um, went to the open day with my sister who was looking at unis as well. 
um, because she's three years older than me and so obviously graduating before me and I went with her and my dad to UNSW and I just I just fell in love with the uni and the culture and the environment and the campus like all of it all above loved it wasn't too sure what I'd do yet but freaking loved it but when I was in year 12 I don't know why it wasn't like I was socially pressured by anyone it was more like I pressured myself into changing unis because I was like oh is it good enough and I was already thinking of going to another uni down in Canberra called ANU Australian National Uni um and I decided against it because you know financially was not looking great um so I was tossing up between UNSW and University of Sydney also known as UCID um because these three unis studied Korean or they offer Korean to study which is what I really wanted to you know continue studying for people who don't know I've been studying Korean for a couple years um and I decided last minute to switch from UNSW to UCID and I went for it I got in surprisingly and that was that so I got an ATAR yes I remember it I got an 87.65 um because I really 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 wanted an 88 ATAR because that was my prediction so my school sat us down and gave us our predicted ATARs so you know you could see if that's what you wanted stay on track if you wanted more work harder I was predicted an 88 ATAR so I was at least expecting an 88 so when I got an 87.65 I was heartbroken (laughs) like I remember everyone around me was going you know Olivia that's really good like you should be so proud of yourself and you know I can reflect now and say like yeah I'm proud of myself for what I achieved especially because of the headspace I was in like I was not really like super duper okay (laughs) and I did and I did well Um, but at the time I was like so disappointed in myself for not reaching that 88 like I was 0.35 marks off and because I was so close that's why it hurt so much more anyways but I regardless of my ATAR I was accepted into a 95 ATAR course at UCID which was a Bachelor of Advanced Studies in Languages And I think I also did arts. So I think it was a Bachelor of Arts and a Bachelor of Advanced Studies in Languages. I'm pretty sure. And I was majoring in Korean and minoring in Japanese, which I've never studied Japanese. I've been totally interested in learning it for ages. Um, And I did love it, but I soon dropped out of my Japanese class because all of my classes, I was taking like four classes. I could not cope. Um, It was just too much and I realized after a couple weeks I was like yeah I don't think Japanese is for me at least in a formal um a formal situation I feel like I could study Japanese here and there in my spare time as a hobby but more professionally at uni I was like yeah I can't I I cannot so I dropped out of Japanese and then I was still taking my Korean class and a linguistic class and I realized I didn't really like studying linguistics all that much like I genuinely thought that's what I would love because I love learning languages but again I think it's like when I'm kind of more in control of what I'm 
uh, researching about linguistics and whatnot, like I can enjoy it. But in the classroom setting, I just, I just didn't like it. I was like, oh, it's not really what I was expecting. And I was really dreading everything about uni, which was so upsetting because I'd dreamed of uni for so long. My linguistics teacher, though, the lecturer, he was also my tutor. He was so funny, though. Like, oh my God, God love him. I need to see if I can find his name somewhere because I know it's published things and stuff, of course. And he was so freaking funny. I loved him. He he made me stick in the class. I, I ended up dropping out of the whole uni like a week before the semester ended. Um, so I felt a bit bad because I ghosted him when he was really helping me when I was struggling. Uh, but we don't talk about that because I get really sad. And my Korean class was not too bad. My teacher was all right, but, um, oh my God. And I had another class, dude, you know, no wonder I was taking too many classes. So I had my Korean class and it was all right. And I had a girl in there who I actually knew from high school. So she didn't go to my high school, but we studied Korean through an online course together, um, which still like was credited towards um, graduating. It's called distance education. And she's really, really cool, really chill. I was a bit intimidated by her because I, I, I found her so cool. <laughs> so seeing her in uni, I was like, oh my God, it's her. Bit nervous, but um, we freaking like aced one of our... Um, assignments together we had to work together and it was so good I loved it and she was really cool so she also kept me going and um but yeah again I found like I was like oh I don't think I want to continue studying Korean in a formal setting again like I feel like I'm kind of like happy with where I'm at and I I I don't think I want to go into like translation or interpretation or like I, I just don't think I want to go into the scene formally. And so I was very confused because, you know, this is what I dreamed of. And then I dreamed of doing a master's in um, teaching later so I could go and then teach Korean and Japanese. So I was very confused. All my plans were going down the drain. Um, and then the, the other class I was doing at UCID was it was <laughs> it was called Arts Past, Present and Future, right? I thought <laughs> I thought it would be more like really history based like you know the kind of going back to the old days of Asia and then the present and then the future but no when they said past present and future they meant like the big bang the first like two or three lessons was all about the big bangs and learning about I said plural big bangs <laughs> it was all about the big bang and like learning about atomic matter and how things came to be and uh, like the way um you know the earth was and and how the uh I can't remember what it's called now but the continents and how you know they all drifted and broke apart or whatever and like I my mind was turned into mush because I didn't study science or history or geography when I was in high school and so I was so unprepared for this class like a lot of people in there had studied those subjects or at least one of them and so they could catch on more quick and when we'd have to have like discussions in our tutorial you know someone would 
like turn and I'm speaking to them and going like oh my god like I have no idea what he means about continental drift like bro this is going over my head thinking someone would at least have sympathy or would relate with me but no they would turn to me and go oh my god you didn't know xyz and you didn't know this even wow like that's pretty lame that you don't know that and I was like what the fuck like I don't know how I was every freaking week I was able to come across like these type of people but I did and I was um, <laughs> like giving me anxiety man thinking about it like I felt so left out and it happened like every week like I I would turn to someone else and be like haha I didn't really get that section and they were like oh my god didn't you learn about this in science or geography or history and I was like dude no I didn't and so I had to work like three times as hard in the class because I just didn't have that foundation knowledge um which obviously like I don't think would be so bad for everyone like I'm trying to not um I guess sour your perspective on uni and learning and stuff um but yeah I I just did not vibe with the uni and it was an automatic kind of eh, no so I dropped out like a week before the semester ended and I had to hand in like final assignments and do exams so I didn't get any credits or anything and I applied to move to the uni that I always dreamed of going to University of New South Wales hoping that it'd be a better experience and I was accepted after a second trial run um, I was accepted to do secondary education and arts um, which is like I said what I wanted to do I wanted to eventually do a master's in education and teaching but I decided to jump right into it instead um but this uni is different it doesn't have two semesters it has three terms so it's called a trimester uni um so I could only go in for the third term which was in like September so I had three months off and I was like hells yeah I can finally have a break because like I said from the first part of this story as soon as I finished high school I got that full-time job um at that retail store and then I jumped right into uni so I was freaking burnt out like beyond belief so I was like all right I have three months to really kind of get myself together relax um and I really want to do kind of like love wait what's it called like eat pray love I want to travel around Sydney not that I could like travel anywhere else because of money um and I wanted to meet up with friends and like just do things for me that would feed my soul and really make sure that I'm kind of on the right track because you know I felt like I lost that whole part of me and who I thought I was when realizing that I didn't want to do that at uni the whole linguistics thing so um I was really excited and then the second wave of COVID hit in Sydney and we went into lockdown so for majority of my three months off I was in lockdown um so I couldn't really go and do that soul searching and exploring around Sydney because I had to stay at home which you know in a way wasn't too too bad because you know I was forced to stay inside and kind of relax um and also who am I to complain when people were really sick with COVID and some 
being fatal. So I'm grateful that I was okay, my family was okay, people I knew was okay. So I had this time off to really, like I said, get myself together. So I started uni in September at University of New South Wales for the Bachelor of Arts in Secondary Education. And um, I was majoring in Korean and minoring in English. And I passed my three classes for the term, which was amazing. I don't know how I did it, but I had to do an educational psychology class, which was actually my favorite. I freaking loved it. Like, it was so good. I love psychology um and especially with education like the the world and the art of learning is so interesting to me so I really loved that class um my Korean class was really hard because I hadn't studied Korean in a little bit and it also really helped me kind of you know get back out there um really really loved it and then my third class was English class (laughs) absolutely hated it it was so bad and like so many people or the people that I kind of I guess interacted with also hated it and so at this uni it was much better when I turned around in class and was like hmm I didn't get that instead of being like "Mm, you didn't get that wow I actually had people going yeah same let's figure it out together you know like this uni is much more like chill and also at this uni no one asks about your ATAR which is amazing because that you said so many people asked what my ATAR was and I was like dude I thought that's dead to us now you know anyways so that English class really sucked and I really didn't like my lecturer as well he just he something about him man something about him just really enraged me (laughs) but I know he had our best interests at heart and he was also my tutor as well so it was just a bit anyways it was all right but I passed it all was amazing but then I realized hmm again like I figured out in the other uni I don't think I want to continue learning Korean in a in a professional like environment So I dropped Korean um, and instead I picked up theatre as my major and minoring in English still. So term one rolls around, I'm doing an English course, a theatre course and an education course, right? (laughs) Well, halfway through the term, I realised that teaching isn't for me at all. And I really still fucking hate English. Like, I don't want to teach English. Because in school, I loved learning English. And I've always had a passion and a soft spot for it. But teaching it is just a whole nother level. And so many kids hate it that it's really hard to teach. Um, And I'm very, like, I'm very passionate. So when someone disses something I'm trying to teach them, I get very butthurt. Which is, you know, it's a, it's a my problem, you know, it's, it's something with me. But I realized that teaching wasn't for me. I also had that experience um, tutoring. I had a tutoring job um, in a completely different suburb, like, like two hours away from me. And it was in a professional environment. And I was, you know, wearing a uniform. I was in a classroom setting with a couple kids and I had to stand at the front of the classroom and teach and they were so brutal 
like it wasn't like when I do other tutoring like online or you know I'm just a uni student in casual clothes rocking up to someone's house like where I can build rapport and it goes really well me and the kids get along like in this classroom setting they just treated me like an actual teacher or like a substitute teacher and it was terrible and I was like yeah nah, I I cannot do this this is not what I want to do um <laughs> and like maybe one day if I you know build that backbone and I don't care if kids listen to me or not or whatnot but at the moment I was like nah 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 nah, nah. like I want to be I want to work with adults not that adults can always be that better than kids but you know <laughs> um hopefully but yeah I decided that yeah teaching wasn't for me and I really did not like studying English um specifically for the education curriculum so I dropped out before I was fine before I was financially liable I dropped out of my English class and my education class and I just stayed in my theater class and it was really good and I met some really cool people um some of them were the classic theater kids and it was a bit intimidating for me because I didn't have drama offered at my high school so I didn't really meet drama kids um and they're a bit intense honestly I was like oh all right you do you but some of them were a bit more down to earth and I connected a bit more <laughs> with um and yeah it was really good and my lecturer and t- tutor he was pretty cool so yeah that was a whole other thing to turn over because again I've completely changed so my identity has been going through a whirlwind for the last like nearly two years or like or a year and a half um figuring out what I want to do so now I had to figure out what degree I wanted to change to so this is the third time I'm changing my degree and you know like third or fourth time I'm changing my minor and major and I started doing reflecting on who I was as a kid maybe to see um, what my innate talents are, what kind of come natural, what comes natural to me and see if maybe that's a path I want to lead. And I did reflect in like when I was a kid, reading and writing was very natural and I was like known in my family to be a writer and I also really loved, um, really loved painting and drawing sketching I loved expressing myself with fashion it was very horrible fashion but you know fashion nonetheless (laughs) um and so that was the person I was so I started thinking of going into a bachelor of fine arts and um maybe even doing a double bachelor of arts and bachelor of fine arts and picking up painting again and maybe photography because I did also go through um, a time where I loved 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 photography but as kind of dark as it sounds and I haven't really validated this experience of mine until recent um when I was hit with my first episode of depression which also was hand in hand with my kind of severe at the time social anxiety I lost all of my passions classic um kind of giveaway to depression I yeah I just lost all of my passions and I was no longer practicing any of them any hobbies any habits like nothing I was literally just watching YouTube and listening to music 
in my day-to-day life and studying as well. I became a hardcore studier um, because I then now identified with my grades, whole thing. And um, yeah, so I found it hard to identify now as someone who likes to read and write and paint and create and whatnot because I, I just don't do it anymore. And um, yeah, so I decided to try and challenge myself and pick it back up. And I'm not too sure what changed, but at the last minute again, (laughs) so hopefully it's a good decision, I decided to go to one degree and do a Bachelor of Arts and Business. And yep, so it's one degree, but I get both like the social arts and sciences and a business component to the one degree. Um... And at the moment, I'm majoring in theatre still, and I've picked up Korean again as my minor. Um, because looking into it, I have three more cl- um, classes I need to complete, and then I'll be done with the minor. Um, and I, they're not language units anymore. I'm at a level where I've passed basically everything I need to in the language department. I do need to brush up on my skills because I've neglected that part of it for a while, but I just need to do more of the um, history and culture components and um, which is fine. Like I love, 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 love that. So I'm doing that, but I'm still not completely sold on majoring in theatre. I absolutely love theatre and would love to go into the business part of theatre, like um, the back of stage and management positions. That does seem really like it, it sparks something within me, but I'm not too sure. I'm thinking of changing to creative writing and I think I'm just scared because I've hated all of my English units up to now. So I don't know if I'd like it, but I'm thinking like it will be a bit different to studying English for like education versus doing creative writing but again I'm I'm not sure so I'm a bit a bit nervous about that otherwise I was looking maybe I could do there's criminology which is really cool but I don't think that will get me anywhere I could major in film studies which is also pretty sick but again, could that get me somewhere? Um, there's philosophy, but I don't think I really want to go down that route. There is media, culture and technology, which could be pretty cool. But looking at the classes I have to study, I'm, I want it's like it doesn't spark anything with me. There's sociology and anthropology, politics and international relations. There's other languages, history. So yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know. I was looking, I could minor in studies in psychology, which will be sick. Because I know I love psychology, but then I'd have to minor in like a major in like Korean or something, which I don't, I'd have to do more language units, I think. But yeah, so that is my experience. And that is why my brain is totally cluttered right now. And I've been going through a bit of a an identity crisis for for a bit of a while but now again like all of these sudden changes again to sum up new retail job new house and new roommates my podcast was released new podcast new like I guess hobby and new uni degree like my identity had to change to align with who I was now and it was yeah it was just a bit um 
a bit fast and a bit hard for me to take in. And with all of this going in in my mind, like, is this the right decision? Was this what I meant to do? Am I happy? Am I enjoying myself? Da 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 da. Um, there's just been a lot of mind chatter and mind clutter that I need to organize. So my challenge for you is if you haven't tried journaling before, specifically bullet journaling, give it a go because I need to pick it back up. So hopefully by the time I check in with you next week, (laughs) I'll be kind of on my way to getting back on top of it because I know for sure that bullet journaling and even other journaling methods really, really help me. Like my mental health is at its pure finest when I am journaling daily and it just helps me, I guess, sort through my mind clutter, which in turn helps quieten my mind chatter. Um, So yeah, like I really highly suggest it if that could be something that could work for you. I have an app that one of my friends showed me the other day. And it's called, let me get it up, it's called Daily Bean. It is so cute. It's little beans and you can, like, you can track your day with it. It's so freaking cute. It's just little beans and, um, you know, you can track the weather, your social activity in the day, schooling, romance, meal, work, health, chores, beauty, well, Um, emotions hobbies events your sleep and you can also attach a photo to um, you know just keep you updated and yeah so that's something when you're kind of busy which you know I've noticed because I haven't been journaling for like four months Um, I've just been go 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 so I've now gotten that downloaded for it just at least a little bit of a check-in and my mum also got me this journal from Kiki K So it's called um, a self-care journal and it has two pages, like not (laughs) not in total, but has like a two-page spread. So it has today's focus where you can put the date and it has an overview of today's tasks, mindful exercises to practice. Today I would like to learn blank. This morning my mind is feeling blank. This morning my body is feeling blank and this morning my soul is feeling blank blank and then the second page is where you reflect and it says reflecting on my day today I was grateful for the best thing that happened today things I'm proud of today today I learned tonight my body mind and soul is feeling and tomorrow's focus so that's another one that's really good which I like because it's not on my phone so it gives me that um, off screen time to do some reflecting But otherwise, my bullet journaling is where I get much more creative. You know, I get out my colored markers and um, my calligraphy brushes and I go ham. So I might share some of those on my um, Instagram sometime if you want to go look at that. But that's where I do really, really love to do it because I'm not only being creative and it's a creative outlet, but I'm still reflecting on myself and having that check-in is like I said what I found really really works for me and what's super healthy and helps me realize what's going on in my head so it's not just all this chatter up there Um, because otherwise what I've noticed lately I haven't been able to sleep very well because my mind just won't shut off 
it's just constantly chattering away with so much going in and I'm trying to organize it and I'm finally acknowledging all these thoughts and I just can't fall asleep so I know it's getting really bad and I did also have a breakdown last week I don't know if you would call it an anxiety attack or if it was just a breakdown um I don't know how to validate that experience and what category it fits into but nonetheless um I realized that I do really need to focus on myself and fix what is going on because it's just not working out in my favor not very healthy um so that's my challenge for you and for myself over the week I really want to take time to wind down and to yeah reflect on myself which I might do some today because I'm sick I had to take the day off of work um yesterday and today going back to work tomorrow so might do some journaling and I'm gonna continue to watch Harry Potter with one of my roommates who's also sick (laughs) we're gonna watch The Prisoner of Azkaban today so super excited and yeah I really hope you enjoy today's episode a lot of chatting lots of getting to know me and I hope it can kind of give you comfort if you're also in a bit of an identity crisis figuring out what you want to do with your life and who you are if you've been experiencing imposter syndrome as well or a bit of that social anxiety or depression or something that's kind of ripped away your identity from you know that it will come back people are going through it I'm going through it but we'll be okay you can work around it and I also had comfort in meeting people who have changed uni degrees a couple times um, because otherwise people around me are like Olivia you need to calm down and settle on something which I know I need to and I want to but also having the strength to explore who you are if you just know it's not right and you want to change that's okay there's people out there who've done it I've done it I'm still doing it because I'm not sure if I'm settled on my major so it's okay and it's normal and I guess if you know it's in the right move for you it can also be very healthy so explore your options explore yourself reflect on what's going on in your head and stay happy and healthy I'll see you next week. Mwah.